So sorry, sorry, Darren. What was that you were saying about uh, a series you want to recommend to us? Letterkenny. It's a Canadian Letterkenny. comedy series called Letterkenny. I think there's like eight or nine seasons now. You know, like six episodes a series, and they're about like twenty minutes. So it's it's a you know a nice easy watch, but it's it's got some fantastic writing in it. Like the the dialogue in it is really fast and snappy. Mm. It's very good. Mm, very good. What, what's, the, what's the what's the premise? What's the what's the what's it's, the hook? What makes it good? It's kind. It's so it's a bunch of like. They, these guys, yeah, a bunch of Canadians. They're like uh, they they have a farm basically, um, and it's just it's all about the relationships between the people that live in in Letterkenny. Um, I'm not your friend, buddy. <laughs> mm. uh, I'm not your pal, guy. Yeah, it's it's. Mm. I'm not your guy, friend. It's it's good. I'll I'll drop a a couple of links to some clips in the in the Discord for for any of our listeners that wanna. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Great, great, great time to plug the Discord as well. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you want to interact with us on a more regular basis, uh, feel free to do so. Come find us on Discord. Um, there should be an invite link somewhere. It's uh, in the description. In the description of the of the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Check that out. Come, come, come find us on Discord. Come say hi. Uh, we try to be friendly uh, when I'm not accidentally locking everyone out of hosting. <laughs> yes. It's now, now, now that Dom's allowed you to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay now. <laughs> and uh, I, I do feel that on that vein, I've, I've, I do have to give a big, a big, uh, a bit, a, a big up to Amy um, for pestering me to make sure it worked because her, it, it wasn't working for her. I thought it was working. Turned out it wasn't working at all for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fixed now. Excellent. So yes, come and join us on Discord. Mm, okay. Uh, so yes, uh, in, and 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 in case you were wondering exactly what that Discord is for, welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm your games master for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson. Hi. Mr. Neil Kelly. Hello. Mr. Darren Mafucci. Hey, all. And Miss Amy Chislett. Hello. Welcome back there, folks. Sorry to uh, dive in on you all like that. Not at all. <laughs> Keen to... I mean, we just ended an episode on a really happy ending. Yeah. You did, you did. So, yeah, should we just should we just quit there? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're done. We, we, we fixed the whole thing. We were Everyone tired, went home undefeated. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's 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 only to, it's only to make the the impending tragedy all the more hard hitting. That's all it is. Importance <laughs> <laughs> of doom. Yeah, the loss of the more from your DM. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stu, this is a long-standing thing we've had going. Like, um, the DM, the GM is someone who jokes about killing their friends whilst all the time planning their happy endings. So, you yes, know. it's it's the other part that I'm always looking at you quizzically about. <laughs> <laughs> well, a DM's happy ending is uh, very different to a player's happy ending, so... It's probably... I don't know what you mean there, Amy. What are you saying about me? Surely you want I mean, to murder us all. I mean, we say it, but it'll get bleeped out. 
I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily want want to kill you all. Like, if your characters die as part of a story, then that's fair game. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, out, I'm not out to kill you outright, guys. The monsters are, but I'm not. <laughs> the fact, the fact that I happen to be in charge of the monsters, that's that's mm. irrelevant. Yeah, just forget <laughs> that bit. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yes, it wasn't me being a dick. It was my character. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've actually used that. Excuse in the past. <laughs> you've, used that, you've used that excuse in a relationship, haven't you? I've used it in the court of law, mate. I think I think I, I remember said character stew. Was was this Hackack by any chance? It might well have been, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hackack yes. was uh, uh, Stew's first Pathfinder character. It was a half orc fighter. Uh, oh, strong yeah. in the arm, and the less said about his head, the better. Oh. <laughs> there we yes. go. Yes, he was a great. He was great. I liked Hakak. Yeah, gave him a Geordie accent, which I think worked perfectly <laughs> for orcs. I can he like. Mm. And now, uh, well, well, last time we saw him, uh, he was a vampire. So. Mm. He was, and uh, going on murderous rampages occasionally, but while trying to, but but only on criminals who deserved it. I mean, he became Batman. <laughs> I just realised. I, 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 I don't think that's how Tigress saw it. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh no, absolutely <laughs> no. Um, that, was, uh, that was Dom's halfling, um, halfling friend. Halfling. It wasn't wasn't halfling. It was a gnome. Gnome witch. It's gnome. Gnome. That's right. Yeah. 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 It was. It was actually that character that I got the idea to do this this adventure path from because I, I was doing some read up on 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 the, on the witch class and I came across a bunch of stuff to do with with Erison and Rain of Winter. So I was like, oh, that'll be fun to run one day. And then a couple of years later, here we are, eh? Here we are. Mm. But, it uh, all leads from one thing to another to another. It does indeed. Uh, but uh, anyway, you guys aren't here to listen to me and Stu catch up about a campaign that ended over a year ago. Uh, you are here for some Pathfinder, are you not? How is everyone feeling after the events of last episode? Good. Yeah. Yes, mm. uh, not 100%, but I'm, I'm getting there. You you managed to successfully drive off the uh, the not dragon that assailed you from out of the darkness. The Manta Core. Yes. Yeah. Yep. No no uh, no no lingering temptation to see what was what was in its lair. I, I might have one lingering. <laughs> I, I'm more I'm more tempted to stay alive and continue <laughs> our quest. <laughs> I mean, Della thinks we should have solved the problem, maybe. Yeah, now, now Alwyn's got this massive temptation to say to Brother S, do you, do you think the lair might be full of gold? <laughs> <laughs> Are you proposing a final solution to the manticore problem? No. <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> right. Well, as, as you guys are slipping back into your characters already, I think it's time we had a little recap. What do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. All right, so our adventurers, uh, Alwyn Templeton, Otto von Niederschläger, Brother Amos, and Della Thornbury, um, were seeking uh, the children of Nadia Petska, their, 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 their guide and friend from their time in, in, in Irison, uh, as the boys had gone off into the forest to, do, uh, to find some wood for their campfire for the evening uh, and had not returned in the time uh, that perhaps they, they, they should have done. Um, 
As the party moved to investigate, they came across Chardonnay, uh, Orwin's wolf, who had gone with the boys to protect them, uh, coming out of the woods alone. Uh, and uh, the wolf led them, led the party to uh, a, a, a crevasse in the ground that had opened up uh, seemingly beneath the boys' feet as they searched for firewood and had dropped them into a pit. Uh, the party worked together to get the boys out of the pit, um, but in doing so, uh, they drew the attention of a uh, of an underground creature that called the space its home. Uh, bursting free from this underground space uh, was a giant creature with the wings of a dragon, uh, the body of a tiger, the mane of a lion, and curiously, the face of a man with needle-like teeth uh, inside inside its mouth. Um, recognizing this as a manticore, uh, the party attempted to hide from it, uh, but was sadly spotted at the, at the last moment as, as it turned to leave and return to its, its nesting place. Uh, a, a battle ensued, um, the manticore dealing bloody wounds to, uh, I think, almost all of you at one point. Um, but eventually, with a few uh, decisive blows from Brother Amos and from Chardonnay, uh, you were able to force the beast uh, to retreat beneath the ground. And uh, we now make our way, as, as the party makes their way back to uh, the small camp where Nadia is waiting for you. Um, it's, yeah, we, we, we come back into the game and you find yourself just on the outskirts of the camp, uh, Alwyn shaking Orm awake so that he doesn't appear to be uh, too badly hurt as, as, he, as he gives him back to his mother. And uh, yeah, that's where we come back in. So what would you guys like to do? Well, just to add to your description there of, of this creature, you know, wings of a dragon, body of a, a tiger, you know, head of a lion, all this kind of thing, you missed off one crucial, crucial element the attitude of a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, that's not something you can gain just by looking at looking at it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, judged by actions. Um, mm, yeah. So um, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so Nadia, we'd better um, saddle up. We, you know, the boys wandered into a chimera's nest. Hmm. Yes, we'll make, keep, put some distance between ourselves and what we've just seen. Uh, even, even if it's only a mile away. A, a, a what? A, a big beast, wings of a dragon, body of a lion, head of a person and attitude of a git. Well, that doesn't sound um, at all friendly, I'm guessing, by the the injuries you've all got. And So, 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 what, so what, do you think it's... Um, do you think it's still dangerous? Do we need to move? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yes. <sighs> All right. Oh, yes. Um, like, like the others say, we shouldn't need to go far. Just, you know, just just a bit. Okay, if you're, if you're sure. I mean, uh, I, I, I was hoping to get us camped here. It's um, starting to lose, lose the light, and obviously once the sun's gone, we'll lose the heat as well. But we can go a little further if you think it's safer. I think yes, it'll be worth. Will we? We might regret it if we stay here. All right. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, she starts packing up the camp as she does so. Uh, you you notice that um, uh, she gathers the boys close to her as as she does so. Um, 
it certainly seems for the, for the time being uh, she doesn't intend to let them out of her sight even for a moment. Uh, so they're sort of assisting her with packing uh, the sleds back up again. What are you all doing? Oh, help, help. Let us help us pack the things on the sleds and uh, yeah, get you, moving. You, you assist in, in doing so and you... Um, yeah, after, after, after a short while, you find yourselves ready to move uh, to move out. Um, so a question here for you, for, for you guys. Uh, how much longer do you wish to travel in, into the night? Into the evening, sorry. It's not, it's not fully nighttime yet, but the sun is going down. Um, just, I, th- I think just until it's dark. That's, that's as far as Brother Amos can go. Well, unless he's, fo- of course, following the sec- He's in the second sled and there's some kind of light on the sled in front. But um, otherwise, I, I think a mile or two, maybe. Well, let's yes, let's go till sundown and then assess it from there. Because it, it's not just about you know seeing the sled in front and seeing the route, is it? It's also about seeing rocks and things. Yes, yeah, so might break go till sundown the and then look for somewhere sled. to. Yes, yes, I I think so. What what do you think? I mean, you're the one driving, brother Amos. Don't travel till sundown. Okay, so you're you're continuing along the road just until sundown. Yes, we'll go as far as we can. Okay, uh, so you start moving uh, the sleds once again, um, sort of pa- perhaps a bit a bit cautiously, so as not to attract the attention of anything around you as you do so. Um, you start moving a bit further along the road, and within within short order, within. Um, perhaps half an hour of, of traveling uh, you can get you can get a decent distance in this time you know you're on kind of vehicles as opposed to walking um, uh, yeah the sun does start to go fully down and the light begins to fail around you um, and Nadia uh, sort of calls back to you all all right I'm struggling I'm, I'm starting to struggle to see do we think this is far enough yes yes Yes, it is far enough. It is further away, so it is far enough. All right, come on then. Um, I'm going to need some help getting the camp set up. We're we're um, we're going to be vulnerable to the cold here until we get the fire up. Otto, go for it. Uh, I, I was I was going to. Uh, you know, I am a team player. <laughs> I mean, you can cast. Flame. Oh, I can, I can. Yes, I can start the fire. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stand back, everyone. Sure thing. Uh, okay, uh, so if Otto is assisting, uh, please give me a survival roll. Or everyone, or, or just me? Uh, just Otto. And, and, oh, uh, I thought you meant as a consequence I mean, if, of my assistance. If, if everybody else is assisting, um, you can also make rolls as well. No. Uh, 26. Done quickly. 26. Okay. Survival. 11. 17. Okay, so uh, Amos, Della, and Olwyn. Um, this isn't a skill that you're, you're used to using. You're, you're not used to building uh, sort of camps in the woods, particularly um, in, in more rushed circumstances. Um, Olwyn, you actually almost end up getting in the way more than you do do assisting. Uh, but you, you you sort of get to a point where um, you just decide, you know what, I'm going to step back and I'm going to let these guys these guys handle it. 
because um, between between Otto and Nadia, uh, they do get uh, the camp and the fire up reasonably quickly. Uh, however, not before you all feel a biting chill um, as the sun has now gone completely down. Could I have a fortitude save from everybody, please? Seventeen. Um, okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-five I've for Otto. Just rolled a one. Critical fail. So it's ten, <laughs> ten in total. Twenty-nine for Alwyn. Okay. Uh, so Alwyn, the critical success. Uh, you you feel this wind blow in, and uh, you sort of. Sh- you, you snuggle up with Chardonnay. Oh, I'll need a save for Chardonnay as well, please. Oh, uh, 13. Okay, no worries. Uh, so the DC of that uh, effect was DC 19. Uh, so based on your save, if you if you rolled above 19, uh, you find yourself taking uh, five points of cold damage as the, as the chill sets in. Um, if you failed that, uh, you take uh, uh, 10 points of cold damage. A critical success, you take no damage. And Brother Amos, with your critical failure, uh, you take 10 points of damage and you become fatigued. You get You find... You find you get getting very, very tired just being out in the, in the, in the cold like this. Mm, good. But uh, within short order, you are able to get um, you are able to get the uh, uh, the camp going along with with, with a little fire, and you all huddle um, around the warmth uh, themselves as the night begins to draw in. Uh, what would you like to do? Brother Amos starts snoring. <laughs> Just fall straight asleep? <laughs> yeah. Sure, okay. He's fatigued. I think someone ought to keep watch. <laughs> yeah, well, I will start doing rounds of treat wounds on people. Okay, you can absolutely do that. Uh, who are you working on first? Chardonnay. Chardonnay's pretty beat up. Chardonnay is the one you care about. 19 on the dice. Uh, So that's 29, so that's a critical success. It is. That's 48 back. So uh, so yes, you're right. Chardonnay is the one. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. Um, That is 13, 15... Uh, 22 points back for Chardonnay. Uh, uh, Chardonnay is up to full. Very nice. And then, uh, who's looking the most injured at the party? I think Brother Ramos is pretty ropey. Mm. Yeah. It's probably going to wake you up, but... That's um, okay. Yeah. Start working on... Uh, you, oh, that's good. Uh, 26. That's another critical. It is. Uh, so yeah, but Brother Amos, you do find yourself sort of drifting in and out of consciousness um, as you, you become aware of Alwyn uh, working on you. 
uh, to treat some of your injuries. You get 16 points back. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Uh, now you can go to sleep. <laughs> uh, Otto, you look at you're injured. Uh, a little. I have some residual bludgeoning damage and the cold damage. Okay, uh, Alwyn will take a look. Uh, 18, so... Regular success. So regs. Uh, 15 points back. Oh, well, I'm back to full strength then. Thank you. Excellent. Much and, appreciated. Uh, Orm, I believe, is the only other one who's injured other than Alwyn himself. Uh, I mean, the boys, with with the mass heal you gave out earlier on um, and all the stuff you've been doing to them, they're, they're, they're fine at this point. Um, you can see that... Um, Orm's, Orm's ankle is still uh, sort of bent a little bit the wrong way, uh, but he's, he, he, he's, able, he's able to walk on it at the very least. But in terms of injuries, he doesn't seem to have anything else. Okay, and uh, finally Alwyn will work on himself. Okay. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. 24, so that's not a critical. Uh, uh, he gets five points back. Not very good. Uh, Della's not hurt at all, is she? Uh, do, do any of my fingers look a bit frostbitten? Uh, it's, it's very cold. <laughs> now, can Alwyn do anything when it's damaged like that? Because of yeah, you can. I, I mean, it's it's damaged in the same way that everybody else okay. has taken damage. All right. Yeah. Um, Amy's Amy's just being very being very descriptive. That's what it is. <laughs> Alwyn will uh, will will see what he can do for Della. Uh, oh, fifteen, just. <laughs> uh, have four points back. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you can. Although although Della doesn't really have any frostbite, you can see that you can see the early signs of something starting to happen. Uh, so you you sort of gently warm her up um, and administer some care that way, Alwyn. Okay, what about Nadia? Uh, do you know what? I didn't roll for Nadia. Let me do that now. <laughs> um, Is that a critical th fail? That was a natural <laughs> one for Nadia. Oops. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, yeah, you can see that as as she's been um, as she's been uh, sort of focused on building this fire, uh, she's been distracted the entire time. Like um, she she's been able to get it finished, but she her, her attention has been uh, so focused on on where her boys are um, that she's not been she's been quite careless. Uh, you know, she's been picking things up without gloves on that sort of thing. So she's been she's. She's been gathering through snow and all that sort of thing, and and, and the wind has got into her. She does look a bit look a bit chilled. Okay, um, right, Nadia, let's have a look at you. Oh, oh dear, natural one. I'm going to use my hero point. <laughs> oh, that's better. Uh, Twenty. So there you go. Uh, she gets seven points back. Okay, good to know. Uh, so yeah, your use. You sort of finish what you're doing with the rest, and you you sort of look over and, and you notice that Nadia uh, is is shivering uh, quite visibly. Uh, quite strange because you've not seen her uh, kind of lose her let, let let her guard down in that way before. She's always been this very capable survivalist outdoors woman up to this point. Um, but yeah, you you take some time to warm to warm her up and treat some of the injuries she takes from that. 
It's been a, it's been an emotional day for her. It has, and oh. much like Brother Amos, uh, she is just looking drained and exhausted. Um, and she sort she does sort of say to you at this point, "Oh, and I'm I'm sorry to ask this. Would you, would the three of you mind taking watch tonight? I think I just need to sleep." Yes, I no no you you you. You look after yourself and the boys. You leave everything else to us, don't worry. Oi, all, all right. And, um, yeah, they, they settle down, down to sleep for the night. Um, okay. So, um, so Brother Amos is, is sock on. Probably best to leave Brother Amos to it. Mm. Uh,. So if if you want, I'll take first watch, and we can yeah do it amongst the three of us. All right, yeah. I don't mind taking second, middle of the night, because um, all I've done all day is sleep on that um, on that sledge. Just sat there and dozed, you know. All right. Okay. All right. So. Um, your first watch is uh, is slow. Um, you find yourself drifting off. Uh, your mind's drifting to uh, that that manticore you fought previously. Um, you find yourselves wondering, perhaps, what what lay in that uh, that tunnel beneath uh, beneath the snow. But um, you you reason that it was probably safer to leave uh, to leave it where it was and uh, not not poke your noses, perhaps, where they weren't wanted. Um, and eventually, uh, after, after, after a couple of hours, you hand off to second watch, uh, who was, um, who was taking that, sorry? Otto. Otto was taking second watch. Um, and yeah, Otto, as, as you're taking watch, uh, the night air is, is, is quiet and still. Um, you hear the howling of a few, of a few beasts, uh, deep, deep in the forest, like nowhere near you. You just sort of hear the hear the, the faint echoes of their of their calls in the night time. Um, but nothing approaches you as you as you take watch, Otto. Just sort of staring into the flames of the campfire. And uh, eventually, you you hand over to Della. And Della, your your watch is uh, is similar similarly quiet. Um, perhaps you're looking around, considering that strange woman you saw previously the previous night about how she appeared from from the darkness and disappeared into it um and you just 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 almost watching for that i i, I like to assume to see if perhaps she's following you or she or she, or she reappears um but nothing ha- no, no, nobody does nothing disturbs you in the night and you wake up the next day and are ready to continue your journey uh, so you all regain your spell slots. You regain hit points equal to your uh, con bonus times your level. Does that mean I'm not fatigued anymore? Uh, yes, your fatigue has has gone. Uh, since you got a decent night's sleep, Brother Ramos, uh, you were able to kind of just sleep that off. Right, let's um, let's roll. All right. Uh, 
So you pack up your camp and you begin moving, and you begin moving once again. Um, and Nadia, as you, as you begin to move, um, Nadia is um, one of the last to rise uh, out of the group uh, today. And um, you can see she still she she looks quite bleary eyed, as though she's not slept particularly well. Um, she seems she seems uh, quite quite spry and energetic. She 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 looks okay to carry on the journey, um, but yeah, there's a there's a weariness to her that wasn't present uh, wasn't present previously. Um, and yeah, uh, she she sort of turns to you and says, "All right, so." Good news is we're not too far from Elspren now. We should we should uh, we should get to Elspren later today. Um, I'm intending to drop the boys off with my sister, and then I can take you on to White Throne, like I said before, if if that's still what you want. Has anyone any of us it. changed our mind about that about going to White Throne? No. I think we need to. I, I don't think we want to. I think... Yes. Ah, oh, I have to set it... I have to tick both boxes. I want it and I... I need it and, and I want it. Do you, do, you, do you two need some privacy again? <laughs> He's not up to stabbing my hindquarters yet. <laughs> Poor man is fatigued. <laughs> Okay. Yes, I think we need to. Um, yes, thank you, Nadia. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, um, let's get moving then. I say not too far now to Elspren. Uh We might at least we we might even get a get a night in a in a building rather than in the wilds. Don't make a nice change. Hmm. Come on, let's let's get going. Let's get going. And uh, you pack up your sleds, and you begin. You you continue travelling uh, along the road, uh, and about about a, f- a few hours later, after you've begun uh, after you've begun your travel, um, you start seeing signs of civilization around you. Um, you come across uh, a couple of of old abandoned huts uh, that seem to be um, have once been perhaps woodsmen's lodges, just kind of out on the side of the road, uh, all very abandoned and in a severe state of disrepair. But um, it's it's perhaps a comforting reminder that that, that you are uh, you aren't just out in the wilderness. There are that there are people here, and you will be finding your way back to civilization fairly soon. And um, just as you kind of get moving again after 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 your mid, midday break. It's about two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you can just see you can just begin to see see on on the horizon um, a trail of what looks to be chimney smoke um, just drifting up, up up into the sky. And Nadia sort of calls back. Excuse me. Nadia calls back from uh, from her sled. So I says, "Oh, you see you see that up there? That." Uh, that chimney smoke. Yes, yeah. I see it. Yes, yes. That's uh, that's the edge of the village. That'll be, I imagine that that'll be Marit's Marit's house, Mar- Marit and Marit and Borvold. Yeah, 
Um, my sister lives in, in, in the main town itself, but, um, you know, once we get to, once we get to Marit's house, we'll be, uh, we'll be in, in civilization, as it were. Come on, we're almost there. Okay. And you progress forwards. And after perhaps another half an hour of journeying through the snows, um, you do you do start to see uh, the shape of of a wooden building um, a little distance in front of you. Um, let's have perception rolls from everybody, please. Ooh, I got a twenty, so thirty. Very 20, nice. Twenty-six. Very perceptive. Twenty-five. Good night's sleep did me well. That's twelve. All right. Uh, poor, poor brother Amos is still fatigued. Yeah. So I mean, brother he's Amos, been through a lot. He, he has mm. had a. He's had a hell of a few weeks. <laughs> 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 he was. He was. He was ten years older for 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 a brief period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so brother Amos, you, you you are still suffering some lingering effects of the tiredness from the night before, as you uh, um, you kind of just you don't. You see, the, you see the building, you see the smoke rising into, in, into the sky and you think no more of it. Um, everybody else, you see that um, the house itself, you can see that there are, are faint glimmers of light coming from the windows, but the shutters themselves are pulled closed. Um, and Della, with your, uh, with your critical success there, seeing through time itself... Um, as you get as you get sort of within a hundred feet of this of this this cabin, uh, Della, you can see that there is a humanoid shape lying face down in the snow, uh, and the snow around it is dyed red with blood. Uh, I'm going to totally point that out. <laughs> yeah. seems, seems perfectly uh, normal. <laughs> Need to pick this up the pace. Mm. Is is the person like? Lame, like like they're running towards us or going away, like head first or feet first. Um, so the feet are nearest to you. So if you were to guess, I mean, you're still a little way away. It's hard to tell from here, but you would guess that, that it looked like they were moving. Um, uh, sorry, other way around. It looked like they were facing away from the house. Okay. I mean, so, as, so, as soon as we get in range, Alwyn's plan is to, to leap off and check that they're okay. Well, not check that they're okay, they're obviously not, but to see if they are, in fact, still alive. All right, so um, you pull the sleds uh, a little closer, sort of pulling them to a stop um, not far from, uh, from this cabin. Uh, and from where you are, Alwyn, you can see that this uh, this humanoid shape uh, is indeed looks to be a woodsman uh, of sorts. You can see he's, he's, he's dressed in furs and leathers. Um, in one hand, there was uh, what looks to be uh, a short bow of sorts. And as, uh, as you kind of pull to a stop, you see that he is not moving. Okay, I'm still going to go up and see if he's breathing. Okay. Um, as you approach, um, as you approach uh, this man lying face down in the ground, uh, 
Owen. Um, you hear um, one of the shutters on on the house uh, creak open just a little bit, and uh, a terrified sounding voice sort of calls out to you. No, no, stop, stop, stay away, stay away. They're, st- they're, they're still out there. Who is still out there? Well, we're we're still out here, so <laughs> whatever's out there, we're we're out there with it. Someone needs help. Uh, I'm, I'm still going to approach him. Okay. Um, you don't need a medicine roll, uh, Orwin, to, to see that uh, this individual is dead. Um, there, you sort of turn him over, and there are uh, several small puncture wounds all across his chest and a slash across his throat. Yes, yes. Normally, living people have have much more blood in them, and and mm. is, is fewer all holes. Around. Yes, fewer holes, fewer perforations. Very, uh, yeah, yeah. So close his eyes up. Um. What do you think we should do? There's clearly something around that's dangerous. The, I think the choice is either we keep moving or we 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 try and get into this house. say this is friend of yours Nadia uh, Nadia sort of comes up behind you um, having been a little way before oh Irastal above yes that's that's Borvald Ma- Marit Marit it's Nadia and um, the, uh, the woman inside the vo- in, inside uh, the house sort of calls back one, once again no no stay away stay away they're still here. I don't know where. I don't. I didn't see where they went, but they're still here. I know it. It, it sounds like something that we're going to get involved in. Yeah. Yeah. Owen's going to get his rapier and shield out, and uh, suggest an idea that she takes the boys back some way. Well, into the house would be the best thing, wouldn't it? I mean, back some way might be towards whatever. Whatever did this? Well, we don't know where it is. I mean, it's it's not far. It's not too far to the village. If you like, I can I can get the boys into town itself and then then come back. Well, why don't we just go into the village, all of us? But with the boys, with with the boys, they Take- being around somewhere that are dangerous. Yes. We all just keep going. We'll go to the That's village. taking the boys into danger. That's not. No, good. we're taking the boys to the village. We're saying, Nadia wants to take the boys to the village. So why don't we all just go to the village? Uh, the boys will be safer on the journey to the village if we're with them than if it's just Nadia. We don't know what these things are or where they are. That's a very good point. People need help, though. Yeah, they can come too. I have no objection, but uh, we, we can't fit them on our sleds. Can't just leave these these poor people. No, but um, we're putting that we have the boys to consider. I, I, that, yes, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so do we make a last stand at this house? I mean, they won't even let us in. So. Let's see, uh, why don't we ask them if they'll let us in, and if they say no, we go. 
can't say fairer than that. Let, let, let's start by asking to see if they'll let us in. Yes. And take it from there. And take it from there. Okay, uh, is that all of you, or are you sending Nadia onwards? I mean, I, I think don't, we should send Nadia on, yes. I, I don't think we should. I think those things might be waiting. If, if it's just Nadia and the boys, they could be in big trouble. And if Sending we send them Nadia, the way the guy was running away from. Well, it looks like he was just trying to get back into the house when he was... No, he was running away from the house. I mean, he, he, so. he was facing away from the house, not, not necessarily running. Well, yeah. That that's assumption on the part of. I I I I don't think it's a good idea to have Nadia and the boys leaving us, and heading off on their own. I don't think them hanging around here, where there's clearly danger, is good either. But we don't know where the danger is. Danger and might be between here and the village. It might be just waiting for them on the road. For all um, we know. Remember that Amos just walk up to the house and bang on the door. Let us in. Good call. No, 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 why, why, no. Good, no, if, there, if, there we go. We have your answer. We, off we go. Let, let us I go can, back I, to the village. I, 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 I can't open the door. They're too fast. What are too fast? The, 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 the creatures. I, 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 I don't know what they are, but they're, 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 they're very fast. They, they killed my husband. There's nothing out here right now. Apart from us. Well, apart from us, yes. Uh, you can give me a... Give me a diplomacy roll, Brother Amos. Nineteen. Nineteen, okay. Um, there's a pause. And she says to you in reply, they're, they're not there. You, you, you don't see them now, but they, they could still be nearby. And they're very, very fast. If I, if I open this door, how, how, how quickly can you all get inside? Is it, is it just you inside? Are you on your own in there? No, no, there's my, my, two, my two girls. Hmm. If it was just her, we could have taken her with us. Excuse me, perhaps Nadja and the boys can come inside whilst we stay out here and deal with these creatures? Yeah. Or, or, the, or they deal with us, and then they deal if with we, you. Yeah. you know, if we, we stand don't know in where. a circle around the door and Nadja and the boys, then they can come in whilst we're surrounding them and nothing will get past us. We're, we're invincible. Uh, give me another diplomacy roll, Owen. At 14. 14. Um, she says, No, no, I can't risk it. I can't risk it. You don't know. You haven't seen them. They're, they're so fast. We deal with things like this all the time. Trust us. Uh, she she sort of looks back to you and says, "No, no, I can't. I can't." 
Well, it seems the decision has been made for us. Well, these people need help. They don't want our help. No, they, they don't want to open their door. Hmm. That's a, I'm going to say a slightly different thing. Nadia, do, do you think you can get the boys to safety? Uh, oi, I think I can. As I say, it's not far to the village. If I if I get the if I if, if I get the dogs going, we can be there in uh, in a few minutes. But what about the girls as well in the house? If we can get them out too. I mean, if you can, Marit, do you want to get? Can you, we we can get the girls to safety if you can if you can let if you can let if you if you, if you want to let let, let them out. Um, and the woman inside the house repeats once again, No, no, Nadia, I can't, I can't. If I open the door, they'll, they'll come in and they'll kill me. They're too fast. I mean, if you'd opened the door by now, they still haven't turned up, so we could have been all in. Mm, we could have been gone by now. Unless they're invisible. Hmm. Yes, I think I, th I think Nadia, get get the boys away. Get you, get yourself and the boys to safety. We'll uh, we'll come and find you at the village. All right. Do you want do you want do you want me to come back? As I say, I can get the boys to my to my sister and come back. I'd be grateful of the help, but I that's up to you. That's got to be your call. I think. I think that's too dangerous. Can we can we all ride in on one sled? All the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. The rest of you can. Um, now that now, now that you uh, now, now that Maximus has left you, you can all pile onto one side if you need to. Be a bit of a squeeze, but you could do so. Uh, so yeah, so Nadia, um, uh, with, with, with a nod to all of you, gathers the boys, takes them back to the sled, and uh, you see her sled begin to pull away um, towards the village properly. What would the rest of you like to do? We need to take up a defensive position in front of the door of the house. We don't want to be inside anyway, fighting them in the house. We need to be fighting them outside. Yes. Well, maybe if one of us stands guard outside the door and the rest of us spread out and look for these things. Should we, excuse should we excuse me? What Although, do they look like? I'm thinking if these things are fast, Yes. then... If they're fighting us inside the house, they will have less room to use their speed to any advantage. You can't uh, go very fast. You could go as fast as you like in a ten-foot square room, but uh, but you won't go very far. Yes, but they'll be able to hit us very quickly over and over again. But if if speed is their if speed is their advantage, then they would lose that in a confined space. But no, they'd still be able to hit us very very quickly over and over again. Well, we have our defences, we have our own weapons, we, they, they, they can do that anyway. What I'm saying is that um, we can, if we can find them, that that, uh, that reduces their advantage. Yes, but, but we're not going inside, we know that. Yes. All right. Della's gonna, are there any other tracks in the snow um, around this man? Okay, uh, give me a survival check to have a little search for tracks. Uh, no, a perception check, sorry. Uh, 
29. Uh, now that you take a second to inspect it, Della, you do see um, around uh, the man in the snow, there are, uh, there are two sets of tracks that don't belong to him. Both of them very, very small. Um, and uh, they both, uh, it's from, from what you can gather, um, these two, whatever they were, they, they swarmed around this unfortunate man um, as he tried to defend himself and by proxy his home um, and uh, sort of made numerous uh, precise uh, punctures into his body. Um, uh, pro possibly uh, wounds that you're not uh, possibly wounds that you're familiar with inflicting yourself, Della, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Very very precise and calculated with where, they, where, where they're where supposed to end up. Um, but as part of that, as, as you investigate the scene, you do see that these tracks that you find, uh, they disappear off uh, towards a section of the, un of, of the underbrush, sort of back into the thick, thick of the trees. Right, shall we, uh, shall we form up and head that way? Yes. Yes, uh, D Dilla would like to take a sort of a stealthy lead approach to this. All right, give me a stealth roll, Della. Hmm, <laughs> uh, 18. 18, okay. Yeah, you begin moving. Uh, you begin moving quietly um, in the direction of these tracks. Uh, whilst Della's been investigating, uh, what's everybody else been doing? I I will stealth with Della. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Just so that there's two of us. If she gets caught out by anything on her own. Whilst Della was looking at that and examining the tracks, um, Alwyn was literally just watching. Um, but as they head off, he's, he's going to allow maybe 15, 20 foot before following with Chardonnay. I mean, Alwyn's going to try and be as stealthy as he can, but he's not a very stealthy person. Sure, okay, that's absolutely fine. And uh, Otto. I will just um, tag along. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so, so uh, there's nothing that you wanted to do whilst Della was inspecting the scene because didn't um, I thought I heard Stu? Um, I thought I heard Alwyn calling out uh, the person in the house. Oh, yes, I was going to ask what they look like. Okay. Um, the response you get back is um, not sure. Didn't get a good look. Very small, very fast, long limbs, green skin, big ears. Beyond that, I, I, I don't know. Does that sound like to you, anyone? That sounds like goblins. Mm. Uh, you guys can give me a nature roll if you have nature. Actually, no, you don't need to have nature. Um, you, can give an, you can give me a nature roll if you'd like a nature <coughs> roll. I would like a nature roll. Ten. 14. 15. 8. Alright. Uh, Alwyn definitely sounds like a goblin to you. 
Della and Otto. Um, you're not sure what this is, but uh, when when Alwyn voices the fact that he thinks it's a goblin, uh, you know that it's not a goblin. Pure, purely by the fact that um, goblins uh, don't move particularly fast. We don't hey, know what we're up against. Hasted goblin? <laughs> goblin coffee. Now there's a top to turn the stomach. Alright, so um, anything else going on or, or are you just going to uh, follow these tracks? Do we know why they killed this man? I mean, did he owe them money or something? Not a good reason for killing someone. Oh yeah, sure about it. Well, what I'm asking <laughs> is, did they, did they have a particular reason to kill him, um, or or did they just turn up and kill him for whatever? Because they that's what they do. Well, they're they're threatening Nadia's friend and these two children. Yes, but so, what? But do we know if there's any reason why? Um. It's 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 a it's a good question. Uh, let's ask them when we find them. Let, why, don't, why don't we ask Nadia's friend? You know, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to be a better person, and I'm trying to see all points of view. Excellent. I I yes, ask her. Yes. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello in there. Do, do you know why these things attacked you? Was there any reason for it? Can no. you hear me? No, no, it was it was very, very sudden. They they came out of the woods. They they screamed something about us being vermin, and then they attacked my husband. Hmm. Well, uh, yes, they had their reasons, but uh, we don't know what they are. Right, and, and we don't accept them either. I should say. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. <laughs> right. I, I think they are bang out of order. And okay. need to be told. Yes. Now, where, where, where have Brother Amos and Delegate? Oh, oh, just see them there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so just, <laughs> just at this point is where uh, Amos and Della are starting to sort of creep away from the group. Uh, Brother Amos and Della, you follow these tracks. Um, for a short distance uh, away from uh, the cabin itself towards the edge of uh, kind of the thicker underbrush. Um, as you do so, uh, the tracks split into, into two, uh, two sets of tracks. Uh, one, um, one disappears uh, towards the underbrush and one, one set um, goes towards a larger tree. Um, and that set of that set that goes towards the tree uh, stops very abruptly, um, not not right up against the tree, but sort of uh, maybe ten feet away from away from it. See up the tree. Is that what he did? You need to look up in the tree and see if there is anything up there. Can, yeah, I see any, yeah. can I see anything in the tree? You can give me a perception roll, Otto. A perception roll. 
I'm not very perceptive. Um, Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. Uh, Otto, you you sort of glance up into the tree. Uh, you don't see anything in the tree itself. These things are green anyway, so they'll be hard to see. Anything anyone else would like to do? I mean, if the, the trucks just end, I don't really know what else can be done. Did she mention, did she mention whether these things had wings? Uh, she didn't mention wings, no. Maybe they have wings. But why would they have walked all this way? Well, if you know. they had wings, um, is it is it a big trunk? I mean, is there room for like a hollow in it, or uh, not? Not particularly. No, um, cer certainly not for a um, not for you, Alwyn. Like, like you don't see like if you were to, if you were to try and you know fit into this tree, you probably couldn't. Uh, but you sort of glance at it, and you don't see any hollows themselves. I mean, they've either gone up or down. Um, does the snow look like it's been disturbed around, or, you know? Uh, the snow itself does not appear to be disturbed. Uh, these tracks that break towards the tree, as I mentioned, uh, they are there, and then they stop. So the, 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 the trail of tracks, when, we come, when they come to the end, do, are, the, are the last two footprints parallel? and deeper as if a creature had jumped from there. Oh. They are. They are parallel and they are deeper. I think but, he's... yeah. Yeah, they are parallel and they are deeper. But you have a sudden realization that it's not because they jumped. Could everybody please roll perception? Natural twenty. I threw a natural. Natural twenty as well. Natural one. Twenty-seven. Eight. Okay. Uh, Alwyn, what's your total? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So Alwyn on twenty-eight. Amos on twenty-seven. Dad on twenty-six. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And yes. Otto on eight. Okay. Uh, so, um, as you kind of have this realisation, Otto, um, Olwyn, you hear a rustle in the bushes off to your right-hand side, where, where this other set of tracks led to. And bursting out of it, um, you can see uh, there is a small creature that looks a little like uh, like an animated um, sort of tree stump, as it were. Um, it's got sharp, it's got sharp, spindly limbs, uh, and it comes rushing towards the group. And uh, as it does so, you hear fr from the area of this um, of these deeper tracks 
uh, you hear a tiny voice calling out to you. Filthy humans, meddling, meddling, meddling. Now you die. And that's where we end for tonight, folks. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from Hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com. Filthy humans. Mm. I'm no human. Yeah, um. neither, neither <coughs> <Darwin>. <laughs> I mean, he's well, half human. Yeah, in fact, okay. there's only one human there. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Amos, they're talking to you. Yeah, mm. right, we'll leave okay. you here. We'll, we'll get, get off somewhere. Yes, uh, Brother Amos, it's, uh, obviously, <laughs> their, their, their business is with you. We will leave you to it. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 possible that uh, you're dealing with creatures who who don't distinguish between things that aren't themselves. I'm not taking this kind of abuse from a sentient twig. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do you, 
do, do you know our Buster Ramirez? We're going to have to branch out for tree puns next oh. game, oh, Fantastic. Right, if, if you do, we'll all leaf. Oh. That's, <laughs> well, at least at least you guys are starting to get to the root of the problem, eh? Oh. <laughs> See, I can do puns as well, <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Well, you can bark them out as well as anyone. Oh... <laughs> Would you believe it? Oh. I have not heard much better. Oh. Uh, I, I should stop because I am using up my uh, my humour quota for the next six months for doing this. Oh. <laughs>